What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Geektastic Cypher here on Free X Agents Media. You guys can always check us up. Ugh, check us up. Check <laughs> us out at FXA Media on YouTube or at Geektastic Cypher on Twitch. And uh, yeah, man, we're here. We're doing another one. 355? Yep. Jesus. <laughs> you know what, though? I was noticing something the other day that was really, really annoying me. And I think Skinny actually tried to make this point a couple years ago mm. that other people were doing this thing. And I didn't realize at the time what he was, what he meant. And I, I noticed it the other day. And I was like, oh, this is what he was saying. <laughs> Some shows are doing seasons and then running like 20-something episodes. Mm. So they may have started a year ago but they're or two years ago but their numbers say like episode like season two episode 20 but they just write it as 220 mm. <laughs> okay and it looks like they've done 220 episodes <laughs> so just tricking the algorithm that's that's what the internet now is well, i'm looking at just this thing and algorithm. i'm just like because no shade to my cousin because it's his podcast that i noticed it was being done and I actually, I'm going to hit him up and tease him about it at some point. But my cousin's podcast is up to like episode 111 and they just started not too long ago. And I'm like, how is he at 111 episodes? <laughs> and I was just like, that's not possible. And then I realized, mm -hmm. oh no, season one, episode 11. I was like, you sick bastards. Y'all good? You look like you're seeing a ghost. I was just watching Doctor Who and the silence we're in the episode and oh no 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 my cat's being my cat that's all ah i just fed her and she's just like now i want your attention because i didn't see you all day and it's like yeah but if i give you attention then you don't care i <laughs> she's know. like how dare you <laughs> cats are and now i'm talking about her she's like i'm out of here right <laughs> talk, right talking smack about me, i'm gone <laughs> the second the second you look at them they're just like why are you looking at me and then you when gotta... you're not paying attention to them they're just like yo i'm over here look mm -hmm. at me yeah. i'm doing and stuff it, you, I don't know if the mic will pick her up, but she's like, hey, stop talking about me. <laughs> I mean, she's going to like get a whole band and be like, I heard that you were talking. You didn't think I, I would hear it. Cats are hilarious. I have yeah. been bugging my partner to let me get a hamster for the longest time. <laughs> Speaking hamster of cats. cat battles. <laughs> and the dog well, house it's just because i'm allergic to cats and it's Aww. it's it's unfortunate and trust me i wish i wasn't because i do love cats cats are fantastic i think they're super yeah, cool yeah. when i before i knew i was allergic i would hang out and play with cats all the time and it wasn't an issue mm -hmm. and then you know when you're young and you start to realize like oh every time i play with a cat i can't breathe for two days and then you're just like <laughs> oh, God, it's, it's allergies my lungs oh. are shutting down noted oh, no yeah so you know once you get past that point and you start to understand what it is it's just like okay well i have to avoid you at all costs mm -hmm. you are a danger to me oh <laughs> but then they're like wait you're avoiding me why are you avoiding me come oh my god here. yes i'm coming come, come, i'm gonna come over there <laughs> yes the second the second a cat knows you are not down to play attend pay attention to them it is immediate on site like hey Hey, I'm I'm rubbing against your leg. Why are you Why are you trying to move away from me? Yeah. Pay attention to me. So sometimes I intentionally play with cats up front because then they're just like, "Ew, gross! You're into me. <laughs> You're too needy. I don't yeah, like you. Why, why are you Why are you paying attention? This is disgusting. Go away!" And then they just scutter off, and I'm like, "Okay." But then I have to like go wash my hands immediately because I'm like, "Okay, 
I touch the it's cat. It's like hot sauce, don't touch your eyes. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it's it's wild, though, that you have to play reverse psychology with cats, though. Like, mm. like I didn't think reverse psychology worked with animals, but here we are. The second you, you interact with a cat, it is no longer interested in being your friend. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Really? Dave just joined us and is hearing the to hearing the tail end of me describing how I deal with cats through my allergies. Uh, I, I have actually witnessed uh, Brian having bad flare-ups by just walking into my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, well, not, I shouldn't say bad. It's not like you were I, you rushed to the hospital, but you were like, no, I you. need the cat to make sure that he's in another room when, when we've had to And I feel bad stuff. because I know that it, this cat has, no, it's not their fault. They're not doing anything. I don't know if there's some weird human design that we're meant to be allergic or some of us are meant to be allergic because some part of the world cats weren't there and who knows why humans are designed the way they are but what? here we are it is what it is and it's just unfortunate for me because what? i actually like cats but man if i could ever get a hamster <laughs> but it why well, are you also allergic to hamster or no 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 i i want a hamster but my partner keeps telling me no no rodents in the house that well, i mean <laughs> that's a pretty fair statement like i'm just not, like I, it is but it isn't but like you know I he, think if, if she wanted a cat and then you can't, for fair reasons, I feel that she gets the right okay. to X-nay. That is <laughs> not the same thing, though. I would die if a cat was in the house. The hamster <laughs> is in a cage in a room and wouldn't kill it. Maybe anybody. she's dying to have a cat, but forsaking oh. in that concept for you being with you your can lovely tell, self. <laughs> you can tell someone is married and their wife is very much structuring their little lives over there. Oh, because you're coming up with a diplomatic answer to a situation in which I would die, but it's okay that my partner <laughs> would yeah. emotionally be dying from not having a cat. You 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 could call it structuring. I'll call it path of least resistance dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, as long as you I know, mean if it doesn't fill you, if it doesn't kill you fully, are you truly dead? Oh god. Oh, oh. I have a buddy who uh, was allergic to cats, went, uh, was living with his partner, kept getting worse, but didn't realize it was allergies at first, went to see a doctor and the doctor was just like, hey, just a heads up, you are allergic to cats. That's what's going on. You're going to get worse. And then was just like, okay, I'm allergic to cats. It'll get worse. Is there anything I can do? And then was just like, not really. Just Don't so have you cats. Know, yeah, you can't have cats. That's just it. And then he, he stayed around the cat and eventually kept taking medication for it. And then they're just like, okay, so you're not really allergic, allergic, but you have developed low-grade asthma. You now have low-grade asthma. Yeah, but I think you're not allergic I think... to the cat. You've managed to get yourself over the hump, but you now have low-grade asthma. But so... I, think it, I think it also combines whether or not, like, I think it gets worse if you're also allergic to, like, like if you're allergic to dust, yeah. yeah, I was about to say if you're allergic mm. to dust and all that, their dander becomes worse. How yeah, and for sure. and for sure, if long-haired cats, you know that that's just murder for for those who have allergies. However, yeah. if you there, there's been multiple accounts where if you stay around the cat long enough, it's like yeah. your body gets used to it. Like my mom is actually allergic to cats. Yeah, but she had when she was when she was she 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 had a roommate at one point and she was talking to me how she had three cats. I'm like, I don't understand. She's like, oh, it sucked for like three months, 
and then I was fine. Well, no, nah, y'all are weird. That no, nah, that depends. Like, it always yeah. depends on the person. It's always yeah. not consistent with everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll die like we are. Times, we are not right? a medical podcast. Please take it. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Like, yeah. And, uh, Disclaimer. Please consult a doctor, and uh, you know, if you don't believe him, then uh, get a second opinion if you can. Yeah, yeah. Huge, huge disclaimer. Josh is right. This is not a medical podcast. We're not like all those other podcasts who say and then just pretend like we. You don't have to put a disclaimer. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and these three women were telling girls, "Oh, if the pullout game is strong, you won't get pregnant." And I was like, "That is the dumbest thing to tell young women." Like, do not literal proof that that doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if that if the if pullout if pullout game actually worked. And I'm sure none of us would be. Here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I mean, yeah, and my second, but yeah, <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just, I just mean in gen, just in general, like yeah, a good yeah. chunk of the human population wouldn't be here. But, but all, like, just a reminder: pull out, not a method. Use a condom, wear protection. No, pull out works if your sperm count's whack. <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, then you don't need already. to pull out if your sperm counts whack. Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. you still gotta pull out. <laughs> yeah, you still gotta pull out because that it's it's really if that mobility got going. Yeah, you my favorite. I think my favorite was um Scrubs, where the main character JD got a daughter. His pullout game was extremely good, but yeah, his boys, his his soldiers were so strong. Oh, they god. ended up impregnating the girl anyway. Oh, god, he did not finish on the girl, but they just marched right in. <laughs> but, but fun going fact, in, Captain. Dun, 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 apparently, and I'm not joking, like, I, I spoke to a, a, a I'm not gonna say whom I spoke into the medical field, but there is someone who told me in the medical field that apparently, since we're, we're talking all of this, reminder, please go see doctors. Yeah, exactly, for yourself. But, but apparently, ahead. uh. Black men, apparently your sperm is actually way more fertile compared to the average other male whatever. Not no joke. Like literally no joke. I mean, Either... I don't know. I I, I I would I would I would kind of corroborate that because it'll I remember there's like always a joke about a black dude saying like Hey man, where are you going? I thought we were still playing ball. Well, I gotta go change my uncle's pampers. Oh, so that means no. their grandparents yeah, yeah, were yeah. still banging. I definitely <laughs> he's, he's old enough. <laughs> I definitely do know. I I, I have been told that <laughs> black women uh tend to be able to have children or apparently seem to have children later than mo- than most. Really? So like black women have like sometimes are having kids in like mid forties and stuff, and people are just like, yeah, that makes sense. And I was just like, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. I mean, you know, those numbers, by the way, if anyone has ever watched Adam Ruins Everything, the numbers <laughs> that they give that they're just like women have, uh, what are the, what's the term that they use? Uh, geriatric pregnancies in their thirties. Oh, yeah. All all those numbers come from a study that was done in like the 1600s or something like that like it's some old old study that's like and and puts the blame solely on women and doesn't yeah. take into account the fact that men as we get older our sperm is less potent mm-hmm. uh can and uh, as we know as we get older our genes replicate slower and not as well because mm-hmm. right. it's like a it's like an old computer floppy disk the it, a, copy of a copy of a copy is never as good as the original so the mm. sperm starts to be weaker in that sense. 
And but they but none of these studies seem to check that out. They're only blaming these poor women and being <laughs> yeah. like, y'all can't have these babies. You're old. And it's just like, look at this old man giving this young girl. Yeah, because you have this like 65 year old man sleeping with like or not even 65 because they didn't even live that long. But you have like these 40 something year old men sleeping with like teenage girls. And then the, the kids come out average. Yeah, because her young egg is so young that it's going to balance out this old sperm <laughs> over there. And it's it, to corroborate your story about the getting pregnant later. Didn't Janet Jackson have like a child at like fifty or something? Okay, when it comes to the Jackson family, we can't. That is a medical miracle family that we really can't. <laughs> we can't. That's not even a fair. Like we, where, where do we even start? Where do we even start? Okay, I'd like, rather not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What I miss? No, we us uh, us ragging on the Jackson family for having me- medical miracles in their bloodline. Janet supposedly had a kid in her 50s and it was just like, well, sure. Why not? Yeah, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, if, if she did and the kid's healthy and happy and she's healthy and happy and the family's healthy and happy, good good to them. Congre- congrats to everybody. Well, I know they I know they broke up. Yeah. Well, and everyone was saying that she and only she, and she walked away with a bag. Right, right. <laughs> oh, wait, how cause. did she walk away with the bag? That so was he was a, he's a Saudi, he's like a Saudi prince or some some like that, like rich, rich Saudi oil. He owns oil. one of the airlines, Etihad or uh, Arab Emirates or something. Like that. He owns one of the airlines or something. Right. And she okay. got with this dude, and in their prenup, if she was with him to a certain point, she got to walk away with a certain amount of money. It, and if she was with him with a kid, she got even more. Oh, okay. So I thought she had to weird. be with him with him for X amount of time and kid. I thought it was both. I thought both had to be. Oh, maybe okay. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the first part, maybe it's she had to sire thing. him a son. Right, yeah, she she did. There, yeah. I mean, secure the Jackson name for real. Yeah. Why not? Michael can't do it no more. So you know, right? And what I mean, there's still there is still the other five brothers. Nah, Jermaine ain't doing nothing. Stop it. Don't Jeez. do that. What Tito? Oh, what are you talking about? Jermaine Jermaine produced a bunch of stuff. Say, How could you do what you do ago. when you did what you did to me? Yes, we all know the garbage. No, 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 no. Music Don't take it personal, man. Kids. That's the best song ever. Don't take it personal. <laughs> I'm breaking up with you, but hey, you're gonna be all right. Little little punch on the chin. You're what was be that okay. creepy you're song? Through this. What was that creepy weird song that the three of them tried to release a track that was kind of after Thriller, but uh, right before? But it was still like it had horror elements to it, but it was weird. It's hold on. It's Are called the not, Rock not Heartbreak Hotel. That's not that. No, nah, it's a song by the Jacksons, but the Jacksons oh. features like three of them, and they all look like Michael because they got Jerry Curl. So Jeff- you're, you're, you're kind of <laughs> like, wait, wait, who, who's this? And yeah, hold on, I'll find the song. Y'all can do. <laughs> I won't play it, but you know what I mean. <laughs> While you looked up the song, we I think the only trailer we had this week that we wrote that was Ted. The new yeah, that came out like Peacock. six hours ago. <laughs> it wasn't even Seth, like Seth Ted the Bear. Or... Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Back? It's, 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 a prequel. Prequel. it's a prequel. It's like when yeah. he gets him as a kid. Basically, it's his high no school. Wahlberg. No, because no that's Wahlberg. how they go around it. It's when Wahlberg's a teenager. It's set in the nineties. It, I, I actually saw it. it. It doesn't look bad. It looks like it's. It, it looks like it's cheap laughs. It's ha- low hanging fruit. There I'm you go. Say, I'm not okay. saying it's not. That's fair. If you're Yeesh. gonna say that, I'll because I, when you said it doesn't look bad, I was just like, to me, it looks cheap. But I mean, yes, low hanging fruit is what I would we, say. That is fair. Right. We're and, at and NBC, we, and we're going to be getting a show by <laughs> scribble, 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 scribble. Um, the guy that did American Dad. American Dad. Yes, guy? give me, give me, give me. Give me. Yeah. He did. He did Orville. <clears throat> He did American Dad. He did, uh, you know, Cleveland Show. He did a Family thousand, Guy. Yeah, g- give me his, give me to his die in the West or whatever. Yeah. That was I know, still that's, making the only, those that's shows the only bad thing. 
Yep. Because all the you other ones were good. You didn't like A Thousand Ways to Die? Nah. Oh, okay. it, it had moments. It had moments, but overall, it had like, Charlize Theron. That's what I think. <laughs> that's my only reason for paying attention. We all know like, why, Brian. We all know the low hanging fruit Brian was going for there. I, <laughs> I think the thing I don't like <laughs> about it girl? is just like this. Um, I keep forgetting his name. Seth McFarland. Seth McFarland. Seth McFarland. He he's too. He's like too much of a modern person to be in a western. Yeah. And he's yeah, like yeah. I know all the tropes and it all the tropes good. are stupid and, blah, and it's why, like. That's why I thought it was funny because he it would like, make more sense if he came from the future and did he was that. Like Deadpool. I, I think, yeah, I think the whole joke of that film is that he's like an Eastern, like he's isn't he like a Boston boy who's in the West and he's just like, you guys live like this? Like, well, why it's, it's, why it's do you like live in woke. a world where anything could happen? It's like he's woke to the realities of what they're dealing with. And is just observing like that's a bad idea, so I'm not going to do it. And then people yeah. brutally get killed. I mean, like when a guy died from an ice cube. Like get out of here. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like if his accent wasn't just modern Boston dude. Oh well, yeah, that's, that's then, like if it fit the time period or something. Because I mean, the fact that he was like, oh well, you know, I ended up becoming friends with Liam Neeson, and Liam Neeson wants to try to do uh, a, a a country accent. Fuck it, I'll do it. I don't care. I own this movie. <laughs> I, I'm the one producing. I'll do what I want. And I already, I think the only reason he got on that movie was because he busted his balls in Family Guy. There was a, there was a cutaway joke, and they're making fun of him doing a Western accent. Yeah. And then they ended up like talking with each other. And he's like, hey, you know, and he's like, well, you know what? Actually, I'll do a movie, and you could just do that. Like that'd be fine. And he's like, oh, okay. And, you know, I could try to be this this you know badass character and stuff. So. <laughs> But, so it ended but up it, working out. It, it's wild to think, though, like, he doesn't have, and even at that, I know a lot of people enjoy that movie. He doesn't have any, like, is there any blemishes on his track record of producing films or shows or movies, really? Orville could, you could say Orville had a bad start, but everyone says it's just as good, if not, should be considered Star Trek level yes. sometimes. I will yeah. say about Orville that it is the truest descendant of Star Trek The Next Generation. Like, if you liked Star Trek The Next Generation, the Orville, I would say, is the closest to watching a continuation of that type of procedural, uh, yeah, essentially procedural space drama, whereas Deep Space Nine is a political, side, like, serialized Star Trek, and Voyager is a lost-in-space procedural. I think... Doesn't isn't Deep Space Nine starts off one way and then afterwards becomes ba uh, Babylon Five basically because Babylon Five is like around the same time. Well, I, that, that's see, what I that's what I, I that's what I kind of heard. heard. Like it starts I've off. I've heard as, a lot of people say that, and I never watched Babylon Five, so I I can't compare the two. Hmm. I have heard a lot of people say that Deep Space Nine is essentially Babylon Five hmm. in Star Trek's universe. But I mean, like. From from my understanding, it's like maybe the first two seasons of Deep Space Nine is like specifically about the ship, the the the, the station. station, yeah. And then afterwards, it becomes like more about political intrigue and 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 a war coming and this that and the other. Right. Like it just kind of that. Yes, it kind of chases Babylon well, Five. That, yeah, that, if that's that how character. Babylon Five played out, then yes, very much. Yeah. Because it is it is very much the show starts. It's about a father. Raising his son post Wolf three five nine, which is the major Borg attack in the Star Trek universe. Uh, what's up, Skinny? I have a Seth MacFarlane fail. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. The winner. 
I don't even know what the winner is. Know. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So the winner... wait, wait, is that before Family Guy out of curiosity? No, no, no. No, no one oh. gave him a bag before Family Guy. Okay? <laughs> well, I was saying, was... Like, that's what I'm saying. If it was hold a fail before up. Family Guy, I don't know if we can so necessarily start the dude, Rob Cordery, who was in um that show with The Rock about um Ballers. But he was Ballers. in Ballers at the Rock, that the balding yeah. white dude. It yeah, starred yeah. him. It lasted six episodes on Fox. March 4th to March 18th, 2007. Oh, this was a show? Hell yeah, boy. And it was, was funny. And it was funny. And they dropped it faster than Andy Richter controls the universe. Okay, but wait. Uh, but if you're saying it's funny, it was like a stu- plenty of studios cancel good. Like, I mean, like, no, I, no, no. You said it was on Fox. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's like, all you like, need to like, know. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'm you saying said, if it was a you said hiccups and you said blemishes. Bad. That's a blemish. Said, yeah, but I mean, blemish that like it was studios. Blemish like, considers bad enough to be canceled so after six like, episodes. Then Netflix is an entire blemish. There's nothing but a blemish. Yes. Yeah. Netflix is a blemish. <laughs> I said this in the group chat the other day. Netflix's entire business model is working in the red yeah. for 20 something years. And then when you finally make it into the black, the pandemic hits and you're just like, well, I guess we survived. That's like gambling, every- owing the mob money, acting like you're up. Constantly. <laughs> it's like super fucked up. Oh, Constantly. so it's not... And um, dangerous. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. What, what's, what, was, what was that movie with... Um, oh, my goodness. Adam Sandler? Yep. Which, uh, there's a few. <laughs> no, the, the, the one where he... Uh, Unsure Love. He was a jeweler. The one where he's a jeweler and you oh, owe people money. Oh, uncut gems. Un- uncut gems. Uncut gems. Yeah. Uncut gems. Isn't, that, <laughs> isn't it like uncut gems where he's like, "Yo, I, I, I made the, I made the money back off of this crazy bet," and nope, they don't care. <laughs> Spoiler. Uh, sorry. I, mean, I haven't seen uncut gems. Years. It's good. It's no, good. no. I, the, the, it's not spoilers. I don't. I don't. I, if I haven't seen it by now, I don't think I care. Like, because uh, you should. He's got no, 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 no. I'm not saying it's bad, and oh. I'm not saying I don't want to see it. It's more just mm-hmm. that I realize every time. So you know how you have a list of movies, and every time you're like, "Oh, I could watch a movie. I got two hours to kill, nothing to do. I could watch a movie," and then you end up doing something completely, or you end up watching something you love already. You're like, <laughs> "Oh no, I watched The Office for the exact time." <laughs> or in my case, I rewatched uh, literally the other night. I was supposed to watch this movie that uh, a buddy of mine val kilmer's top secret this old movie from the 80s oh wow that's val kilmer's movie that's kind of like airplane where oh, everything's like a, oh it's a, a comedy yeah, yeah 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 it's like a you know it's like a He's early, like a genius or something like it's right. in the teenager years or something er, er, early simpsons type jokes where it's like you know something's just oversized and something's ridiculous and you're just sometimes you're just looking straight into the camera you know stuff like that and this oh, no, dude's been telling one. me to watch this I'm movie for Ever he keeps telling me, "Yo, you gotta watch Top Secret." I'm telling you, if you love Val Kilmer, and I do, I that Val Kilmer documentary that came out, I was so happy for that that doc. It was so good. It was such a well told story, and it, I was just like, "Man, I really love Val Kilmer as an actor." When I was younger, and I didn't realize how much I did. Mind you, my name Doc Holly literally comes from his character in Tombstone, so I should have known. <laughs> so you ain't watched, no fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Watch> <laughs> <laughs> so I'm about to put Top Secret into my PS5 to watch it, and then I for, and then I, I turn on my TV and I'm like, "Oh, Goodfellas!" <laughs> no, well, that's it. I, I, I Ooh, see Men in Black One. <laughs> I have Plex, and I'm like, Plex is connected to this computer here, so I can watch all my movies on my big TV. Oh, and I'm just like, "Oh wait, what did I download last?" And I go and I look, and I'm like, 
Uh, I guess I'm watching Groundhog's Day for the 30th. Wow. Why? <laughs> we already know We're how it ends. Fucking Groundhog's Day. <laughs> Dude, literally a loop. It goes on forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The movie's <laughs> a loop. I it's bad or anything. but You just... can literally skip like 45 minutes of that movie and you still know exactly what happened. No, I, what I would do is I would skip to the part. He goes, Ned. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm exactly. good. I got what I wanted out of this movie. Like after after the first loop, when he wakes up that morning, you could literally skip to the last loop and be like, Yeah, I think I got the gist of the movie. Like, <laughs> wait, no, there's that one. There's one where he takes the the, the alarm clock, he picks it up with his arm. Yeah. <laughs> there's the one where he drives the the groundhog and him off a cliff. Like all mm -hmm. of it. It's just like, yo, I don't. Wait, hold on. He drives the groundhog off a cliff with him. Yeah, he he, he. Have you he has ever seen Groundhog's Day? And he. It's worth Dude, a watch. It's like, it's worth a watch. Me five years ago found out it was a movie about a loop. Like I was just like, oh, a Bill Murray movie that I haven't. Can't seen. believe you watched Scrooge, but you haven't watched Groundhog. Of course, Day. I've watched Scrooge and yeah, not Groundhog's Day. What do you mean? Scrooge is great. For Scrooge for a no for a generation. Me? Scrooge is the Christmas Carol movie. Yeah, it was on like, for a generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. You on put on that old shit, and people are like, "What is this?" No, yeah, don't show yeah, me. Yeah. No, 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 no. You put on Muppets Scrooge, Christmas Carol, maybe, no, but Scrooge the, is the one. The way the way it worked was Scrooge. You'd play before Christmas, yes. and then the Christmas Carol with you know you know Scrooge that would play on Christmas Day. The old old school one would play You're on not Christmas paying Day. attention. That in and 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 Miracle on what's it called? I hate that movie. Thirty four. All the gray ones. All the the black and white joints can't stand them. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Not even a. It's a Wonderful Life. Nah, especially not in It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> I have, no, I have not watched that movie himself. in years. I hate that movie. Oh my god, that movie's <laughs> the worst. Damn. Fuck out of here with that black. It's and white so stuff. funny because no. like all these movies we're talking about, like. Every other show that we've watched and comment on always pull from the mimic from it. It's a wonderful life. It's basically a Christmas carol because he's like, yes. I'm gonna kill myself. Hey, yes. no, no, let's see what happens if you do, and exactly. let's look at that alternate world of what's gonna happen. Hell, most of the um, you know, Mar like not Marvel, but like all the um alternate universe stuff that we have is basically that. basically hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, it's just it's that multiple life. times. It's a Wonderful Life is so prolific. They're making horror versions of It's a Wonderful Life. They have what? a horror movie coming out this year that's <laughs> set at Christmas where Homegirl wishes she never existed and she killed the serial killer in the past. And then because she wishes she never existed, the serial killer ends up still existing when she like wakes up. And now she knows who the serial killer is, but no one else does. So she spends the whole movie trying to stop the serial killer, but no one believes her who the serial killer yeah, is. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. What's the movie called? I can't remember the name of the movie. It's Justin Long, about. and I don't know who... Uh, I have to look it is up. Is it called What the Ass Is This? <laughs> that's, that's like, no, like, no, no, no. Oh, my gosh. What? Uh, <laughs> what? It takes place in the 80s, right? Oh no, God. that's Totally Killers. Oh, okay. uh, this one's called It's a Wonderful Knife. <laughs> oh, hard strips. Oh my god. No, man. <laughs> Don't forget. Remember, we, we already have uh Eli Roth's Thanksgiving movie hey, that came out. I just oh, watched it. Let me explain out. on that movie today. And hey, hey, this Eli man, like he's on that some, just came out too. He's on that just it. came out, and that yeah. was an idea from like from it was an old trailer in the which apparently all of them have been made except for that one movie. Don't all the grindhouse <laughs> trailers have been made except oh, for the yeah? one movie that's called that's Don't True, yeah. Was this Hobo one with a shotgun by... got made? Hobo was with this... a shotgun, yeah. But, but was this one produced by Robert Rodriguez also? 
No, no, I don't think so. I think Eli oh, Roth he, just, no, it's took, just Eli Roth. It's him he just took him. the like original trailer and said, "Yeah, I'm just gonna make this as a version, considering is pretending as if that original version was like right. banned." And because apparently uh, the Thanksgiving trailer is like ten times worse than this Thanksgiving movie. Jesus, like yeah, more gruesome. The, the yeah, end of it, that trailer, there's like the the killer is just having sex with the turkey, <laughs> and it oh. like, really quickly like, shows really quickly, oh, and it cuts. Like it's on purpose. Hollywood. Yeah, it's really on purpose. Yeah, Hollywood know. <laughs> Hollywood know. It's Hollywood like how do I? Know. No child. Just over it. The... Yeah, there we go. And I'll just be silly because it's just a trailer. Like ah, you're not thinking about it actually becoming a thing. <laughs> oh, that's true. Machete. Yeah. Machete happened. One and two. That was, yeah. that was a trailer. Both the trailer. Don't. Don't hasn't been done, but it will be hopefully probably. I don't know. I don't think so. I think that What's was the just premise a very, of very don't. Jokey. Don't was basically just like get out. No, not get out. It was just us. I think. Oh, okay. Like don't. alternate reality. Okay. Yeah. Don't go into that room. Don't. Don't. Oh. You okay. go see this movie. Okay. Don't. <laughs> That's, it's fair. Just, That's fair. Just a silly trailer. Lord have mercy. But yeah. Lord have mercy. <laughs> So all that to say, that's those. That's the only trailer we had, Ted, and then all the, the other things. But I guess go see Thanksgiving if you haven't, if you're into that type of stuff. And uh, it's a wonderful knife is coming out. Say <laughs> that. Don't it's see a, that. Uh, wait, when does it come out? It's a wonderful knife. There's also another Christmas or, horror movie. Or watch um, Muppet Silent Christmas Night. Carol. That's also a classic. That's Two year old. Yeah, yeah. Silent Night. But Silent Night isn't horror though. Isn't Silent Night just? Isn't it? It's just no. a. It's just what's a lot of name? Christmas horror. It's I saw. Horror. I saw a makeshift one. I'm pretty sure there's a Silent Night that's a horror film. That's Christmas. Oh, 100%. okay, 100. But, but the the Silent Night trailer that's out now with Joel Kitterman is that his name? Mm-hmm. Where the dude who played RoboCop 2014 and then has been in like he was in the Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah. No, I'm talking about silent the Silent Night Deadly Night series. Sorry. Okay, no, yeah. Okay, good. Garbage Day. <laughs> I think that's part of it. Yeah, when does this movie drop? Easter. <laughs> no, but just it's a wonderful knife. I'm watching the trailer has Oh, I guess it's not coming out for a minute because it says it's not even rated and the trailer Good. came out in October. Good. When they when they get away with a five night at Freddy's movie, you need to just chill, right? Like... Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys hear what they did because of Five Nights at Freddy? What they shut it down? All of them? They pulled all the animatronics from uh, all the Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, wow. Why? Good. The movie movie creeped people out so much that Chuck E. Cheese and them couldn't be. People were getting freaked out. You're the birthday. You're the The birthday. birthday. You're the birthday, boy. Or girl. Yep, yep. I remember that. Simpsons were heart, man. Simpsons. Burning the flames and to put it out. (laughs) There's a few. uh, uh, Sunny in Philadelphia does the same thing where they go back to their Chuck E. Cheese and they're all like in the back, just like destroyed, decapitated. Mm. They were trying to. (laughs) The Goofy movie one was good too. Lester's Possum Park. Yes. Oh Lord! <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Shoot, animatronics are creepy. Get rid of them. I don't think I've ever been to a place that has animatronics. The only good thing I got at animatronics is when in like the early like 2007, 2008, when people used to have like those like the ones from Chuck E. Cheese do mixes to like pop lock and drop it. That was the only <laughs> good those things ever did, and that was it. <laughs> it was also kind of creepy, but it was like, all right. I do not doubt for a second. It was I'm creepy. sure Disney still has a bunch of animatronics that they still kind of, oh god, they, I'm, they I'm, make I'm, better and stuff like that. I've never been to Disney. I Disney need World or either Disneyland. 
I don't remember. I just took his family and I'm almost like, listen, I think right? world is the better one. That's it's, in Florida though. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's pretty, I, I was there once when I was five. Uh, it's pretty, it was pretty cool. I do know that some of the rides are actually still there from then till now. Like I know they had a haunted house. There's I a haunted, not trusting yeah, a haunted, ride their haunted there. mansion though is, is wild because you, en- you enter a room. Nope. It feels like it spins around. Don't. Then you nope. end up going nope. into a, hold on. You end up going into like a <laughs> don't called a roller coaster, mm-hmm. right? And the creepy part of the roller coaster is that you you it moves like the it's the carts move left and right, right? So you they turn you at one point in time and you pass by a mirror. Stop it. And, and then, then you... in between, then like there's a ghost in the mirror, right? Mm-hmm. And at first you're like kind of creeped out, like, oh okay, whatever. There's probably like even as a kid, I'm like, oh, there's probably like a sensor or something cool, whatever. But then you pass by another one, and now the ghost has moved. No, nah, man, shit. it I'm is out. actually really good. I'm out. I'm out. Listen, no. So remember when you when you watch all the haunted house Disney haunted house movies, and you're like, ah, oh, whatever. And then you actually go to the thing, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to see no demon face in the mirror. Exactly. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what? Demon No, 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 no. I don't want to be going. Any questions? I'm a grown man with there with my daughter. Look in the mirror, and her face is all skull like. Nah, I'm cool. I'm super cool. <laughs> I'm good on that. Yeah, super good. How about y'all put that money into better Marvel movies, and we then we start talking. No, no, no. This pool, this pool of money's for the for the rides. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. These pool rides, of money's for the rides. You already got your comics and stuff. Over there. <laughs> what do we got, got folks? It. You got to be earning. Ha ha. You got to be earning. Oh, oh. Make my money. <laughs> I still can't believe how much they want to control that image that they just keep pushing the laws, the copyright laws and trademark laws over and over. It's like, Mm -hmm. y'all can't own this forever. Isn't it supposed to be public domain by now? Shouldn't I be able to sample that? The original version of Mickey is supposed to be in public domain. This is how you know something going to is is happening when all of a sudden all the stores are selling Mickey Mouse stuff. Mickey Mouse member really out of nowhere. Just all like... Like, but like the, oh, the original image one too, not just yeah. like like the the what how the steamboat Willie version is mm-hmm. the one that all of a sudden remember that uh, recently how they recut their Walt Disney 100 years intro yeah. thing and it's it's Mickey on the boat steamboat Willie yeah. again and you're just like why are y'all using this again? Because they're trying to control the trademark. Oh, so that makes mm-hmm. sense. Okay, so that's why the recent Mickey cartoon on Disney Plus that's basically the Twisted Tales of Felix the Cat. Yes, he's oh, in that stylistic, yes. and it's a it's a dope show. Like sure. it's super yeah, funny, sure. but sure. yeah, okay, I get it now. Oh wow, that's nasty. <laughs> that's nasty. <laughs> but they couldn't do anything about Winnie the Pooh. They no, couldn't do anything about Winnie the Pooh because they didn't own that. They own the they own the version they created with the red. Nobody shirt. want that diabetic bear. Good. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> garbage oh my. friends, man. You know, Pooh has the worst garbage ever. friends. His friends wow. are the worst. Wait, how? Okay, I'm hating on you. Or alone, he did nothing to you. We need to be alone. Everyone wants to celebrate his birthday. Cast of characters in cartoon history. Jesus. Okay. Do we want to get into this? Who? I was Piglet a bad person. Okay, Piglet's a pussy, and you can't bring him to no kind of fight. Piglet will leave you there dead. Tigger, come on. I already know that. Why you bringing Piglet? I was gonna say. 
Tigger has ADHD. Give the man a chance. Okay, Rabbit. You can't rely on Rabbit for nothing. He's an asshole. Eeyore. We all know, but we all have an Eeyore friend, and there's most people who watch Eeyore, and that's why they're Eeyore right now. Right? <laughs> Eeyore is a problem. It's like a generational problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's why. Eeyore, Eeyore was a... just... Eeyore was there to explain to you why mommy was drinking wine in the middle of the day. <laughs> Eeyore was just to be like, listen, kids, not everyone has a happy smile on their you face. You got Christopher oh Robin, God. who's your like sometimes friend who every now and then forgets about you, comes yeah, back just, and is like, oh, yeah. <laughs> now I realize why I stopped hanging around these niggas. It <laughs> <laughs> never comes back. Oh, my God. We're supporting cast. I'm telling you. What about Rue? Rue was simple. Kangaroo? Kangaroo? You mean the, the, the single mom who's not trying to be around them come on not the mom but the kid the kid then she have a Rue kid was yeah. the kid kanga yeah. is mom's yeah, yeah right so what about okay. the kid what's wrong with either one of them like i don't know Kang oh yeah Kanga's always got to drop off Rue. i'm reaching right now but i mean kangaroo there's nothing <laughs> no wrong man no i, I think you have Owl? a problem people like like people are perfect he accepts who shows to accept people for who they are? That's what you're not seeing the message about. <laughs> Pooh didn't know when to cut trim the fat. Yeah, but who else are you gonna hang yeah, out so with? Honey first, the bro. Bees? Like, the fuck? It's called the hundred acre wood. They know other animals. <laughs> no nah, man, who else is gonna hang out with the bees? The bees already like, yo, stop stealing our honey, dude. What are you acres. doing? Hundred oh acres God. wood. He couldn't find anyone else. That is maybe the fantastic. gopher was all right. Oh yeah, the gopher. He didn't want to be around them. No, no way. Anyways. That is fantastic. Oh, man. All you right. I, I wish they actually did. I remember uh, Max Landis talked about his treatment for uh, a Winnie the Pooh, Horrific. like fast forward kind of thing. Right. And it would be like Robert Downey Jr. And he's like, this, you know, he's like older and he's like this business dude, but some stuff keeps happening in the background. He's like, what the? And he thinks he's going crazy. And like he ends up like running away from home and he gets to like this tree and it turns out he's Christopher Robin the whole time. And it was oh, cool. trying to be like, yo. But they ended up doing the the other one with uh, I th not Michael Fassbender was it Ewan McGregor Ewan McGregor, Ewan McGregor? oh the I one with so. the author and like the yeah where oh, he's older one. and and it's yeah. it's yeah. kind of that but like not how like not yeah, crazy yeah, as not Max Landis yeah. wanted to do it I would have but, but speaking but yeah. speaking of Pooh let's talk about Big Pooh from Little Brother what do you do <laughs> because Jaws D watched a documentary There's about a Little Brother documentary where I know yeah, I had so, to watch it too. The documentary is called May the Lord Watch, which is the same name as their last uh, Little Brothers last album. And it's yeah. called May the Lord Lot. May the Lord Watch the Little uh the Little Brothers Story full documentary. It's out on uh YouTube actually. Damn, so I'm it's about mad. an hour and 40 minutes, and it's actually really cool. They talk about their whole history, how uh Big Poo, uh Fontaine, and Ninth Wonder all kind of met up and uh you know started getting to know each other and then just made uh they made uh what was it called just us league first yeah, and had, all yeah, the crew yeah. that they had there and then they kind of branched off into uh um big brother a uh, little brother so yeah sorry, do they sorry, talk sorry. about the kind of so schism? I, I know i ended up like yeah they talk about the schism um they talk about ninth one ninth wonder leaving after one of, album <laughs> sheesh yeah like kind, kind of being there but not being there right they there's even a part in it where they say we tried to reach out to Ninth Wonder for this documentary and he's ignored us. So oh. you got no time for that. Ninth is with Jay Z and them, please. Uh, yeah, so I mean, <laughs> so, so but the reason, and then you find out how Ninth Wonder got put on, 
was because of Questlove. So right. because Questlove and the Roots did a show, I th- I think it could have been Carolina, North Carolina, or somewhere where that is their backyard. Um, yeah, yeah. So somewhere where they were at, and so there was like a monsoon going outside. People were waiting out for the Roots for like four hours or camping out. I think it was like a big show going on, and <clears throat> the Roots were kind of considering if they should go out and perform or not. And uh, Quest was like, no, let's do it. You know, people have been waiting out there for a while. Let's give them a show. So they did the whole show. Everyone's out there in the rain. And he goes out to the front to shake everybody's hand. And he gets to one hand. And the he CD for No Brothers yeah. there is Fontaine <laughs> giving Questlove his CD. That's <laughs> and he's like, yo, you got to listen to us. And he's like, I'll, I'll see what you say about it on the forums. And then they talk about the OK Okay, player for because for yeah. oh, this is blog era. Sick. Yeah, just I love blog era before stuff. blog era. This is before black Twitter and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So, yeah. So so Questlove is like you know chilling at home and you know after the show and he's like, uh, you know I'm, I'm you know you know I got some time to listen to some stuff and he's like, oh yeah this CD and he's like, if I listen to this and I like it, yeah, and I mention it on the boards, then. The amount of Everyone. backlash I'm going to get from people, that yes. everybody that gave me stuff, and I didn't listen exactly. to them at all. Exactly. I was just going to say, <laughs> but he, so you put it in their seat and you really liked it, and then you know, and so he's like, oh, he's, like he finds them on the boards or something like that, and um, so I think a few years later, you know, they're making their first album, and I think Jay is going to listen to some stuff from Ninth yeah. Wonder. Yeah, I was going to meet him and stuff, and then uh, because. Uh, Questlove is like, you know, in on the know. He already has their album there in his in his hand and everything. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's really good. Like pay attention to him. Da, da, da. And ever since then is and so and also the other two members are just like, yeah, you know, every group that has a producer, they're always gonna skyrocket. And so we weren't like, no, you can't work with Jay Z. Like, no, go go. It's Jay Z. Yeah, Holy crap, go go go. You know, they forgot so to they come back though. <laughs> yeah so yeah they talk about the schism and how it felt like ninth wonder was kind of like one foot in one foot out right. and not really yeah, thinking but uh i think they all kind of made their peace somewhat and yeah. but ninth wonder doesn't Fonte, really Fonte, doesn't Fonte talk about his subgroup yeah i'm sure Nicolet, he talks about the foreign, foreign, foreign exchange, exchange. yeah, yeah. Exchange comes up, nicolay comes up fucking right uh so uh so yeah so it, it kind of continues on until their last album and then them kind of dealing with their own personal stuff during covid uh, uh and it gets, it just gets very heavy like at that point it gets pretty heavy uh, something happened to big poo i'm sure no it was well something does happen to big poo more so like um uh i think he ha- had like a, a a blood clot in his leg Ooh. and it almost got to his brain so he almost died basically oh, so man, they talked about serious. that um and they talked about they kind of reached out to each other when Fife, when Fife Dog passed away. Oh, yeah. You know, so like you get that kind of. I feel like a know, lot of people in hip hop reached out to a lot of other people. Yeah, all the groups were like, hey, yo, yeah. we should talk, yeah. huh? <laughs> yeah. So that's so after that happened, that's when they started like more so uh, Big Poo and uh, Fontaine started to like, like, fix their friendship first because they were friends before and right. then they started working together but they're like you know we gotta fix our friendship first before we even think about making an album together yeah and so i thought that was really cool and you know just a lot of you know a lot of grown man talk which yeah. i like, always like about that whenever you pay attention to hip-hop stuff as you see these uh rappers and producers get older 
they start, you know, realizing, okay, I shouldn't, you know, uh, you know, blow my own smoke or, you know, you know, get high off my own supply and be so big headed. I got to calm the hell down. And, and, you know, you know, I was rocking with this guy before we even made anything together. Like, right. why not, you know, try to rekindle that friendship. And there was no issues of toxicness or, you know, oh, I don't like it when you do this and da, da, da. So mm-hmm. it was cool. It was definitely worth a watch. And, you know, it's, uh, it's on, it's fr- free on YouTube. Nothing's ever free in life. Yeah. So <laughs> it's free on Tons YouTube. Go and watch it. Tons of ads, but it's worth it. It's so it's definitely worth it, and it only came out came out four days ago. Okay, so I was on Facebook, and I'm I'm on uh, I I follow a group called Ambrosia for Heads and stuff Ooh, like yeah. that. It was a hip hop kind of thing, and it came up. I was like, oh, okay, let me look into this. And I'm like, oh, it's on YouTube. I thought I had to like pirate it or something, but no, straight up on YouTube. What I'm watching, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you guys remember Fonte's podcast from a couple years ago? Short lived. Yeah, he had a he had a podcast, but I know it's that named- he's now on Questlove's podcast because of his podcast. He had a podcast that was named after the designer that Theo on the Cosby Show gets a shirt by, and I can't remember <laughs> that guy's name. I'm trying to look it up because I know I remember specifically. That it's named after the designer that Theo Theo's shirt was from. That very I don't know if you remember that episode of Cosby where he has that shirt that shirt that's like he can't get one. So mm-hmm. I think someone of the sisters offers to sew him one, and right. like the arm is super long, the shirt is half there. <laughs> Cosby. No, I don't remember that one. Ah, it's a good episode. Cosby. Like I feel like my memories of Cosby show is if Raven Simone's on it, that's what I remember. And that's like tail end Cosby mm. show. As soon as I typed in uh, Theo's shirt, Cosby, it was like, it came up. Oh, yeah. Denise sewed it for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, damn. So what was the name? Designer. Uh, Gordon Gartrell. That's it. <laughs> yes. Gordon Gartrell, Fonte. Like, <laughs> and I don't even remember why Fonte had this as a. It was Gartrell Radio was the name of the podcast. (laughs) It's it's because uh, I guess he's in that age group where like they were really into uh, the Cosby Show and yeah, for sure. Theo was like you know every black kid felt they were Theo. You know they weren't super smart like their dad, but you know they they were trying their best and the dad's always just hard on them for no reason. Uh, I remember like uh, listening to Questlove's podcast and Malcolm Jamal Warner was on it, the guy that plays Theo, and like him and Fonte are just nerding out. And just asking all the questions as much as they can. <laughs> Man, so this show was 2000. They did this in 2008. Hmm. That's hilarious. Yeah, 2008. And then the last archive is from 2014. Yeah. But there's no episode. Because I think he jumped over to Quest Loves podcast. And even on that podcast, sometimes Fontaine is more knowledgeable than Quest Love. Oh, I don't doubt it. But it just, I guess it just depends because, I mean, like maybe there might be a 10-year d- gap difference, you know? Is Fonte older? No, like younger. I think he might be 10 oh. years younger then. So I think he's Fonte's in his 40s and then Questlove, I think, is 50, maybe closer to 60. But I, no, I think it's more so 50. Yo, by the way, if you guys want to go listen to the Gordon Gartrell radio episodes, it looks like they're still up. Oh. Which is wild. I didn't think the episodes would still be up on the site, but... Gordon Gartrell Radio, Fonte <laughs> and Brainchild, 
and they're still it's still up because I just clicked on the episode and it still worked. So if you guys are looking for something to check out during during these slim picking times when it comes to TV. Uh, oh yeah, man! I should just watch uh, Top Secret. <laughs> yeah, true. See, there I go again. I'm supposed to watch Top Secret. I'm just like I'm gonna go Full back circle. and listen to a podcast from 2008. Uh, <laughs> <You're> the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, it, it's it's bad. ADHD is a is a hell of a drug. Uh, <laughs> so I have been on my end watching some Disney Plus. Speaking of the House of Mouse. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been watching Culprits. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to watch that show, but Culprits is a bunch of British people doing some British shit, and it looks dope. <laughs> uh, if you guys are fans of um, what was Homeboy's show called? Misfits, that BBC show from a couple years ago, uh, a little more than a couple years ago at this point, but Misfits had our boy Nathan Stewart Jarrett. In it, he was the tall black athlete who, at one point, his power was he could shift it, shape shift into a woman. Then he got a different power at some other point. He is playing the lead in this series where a group is brought together a la Ocean's Eleven to do some sort of wild, you know, hit like not hit, but try and rob this insane vault. And someone is killing all the people that were in the crew so inside that, job yeah well that, i don't know <laughs> i mean i'm only at episode two so I, I i i'll see i'll find out but so far i i'm finding it very interesting uh Gemma atherton is in it she was she's a former bond girl she's she was the star of saint trinian films in the uk she's been in a bunch of stuff she's this really popular british actress so shout outs to her uh kevin vidal is in it and i actually recognize him more from Kim's Convenience, where he plays Roger, uh, which I was really cool. Like, I saw him, and I was just like, yo, I know this dude, Canadian actor. So if you guys are looking to support Canadian actors, too, Kevin Vidal is in it, and it's it's pretty cool to see him. And, you know, the cast is just wild. Uh, Kirby, the actress who plays, I don't know if you guys remember, in The Good Place, the Australian oh, yeah. black girl that and that is working with them at one point to figure out in the later season. Remember, they're trying to figure out what counts as like good, like a good person. Mm-hmm. She plays Australian Simone Gar- uh, Simone Garnett. Okay, but anyways, she's in mm. it too. So, and she's also been in Killing Eve, in Barry, and in the show Love. She's been on a bunch of stuff recently. Great actress. I really, really like her. She's really funny. So. You know, this cast is really solid. The first two episodes have been really good. Uh, Homeboy is doing some crazy to try to survive. You know, he, uh, the best part of it is if you know Nathan as a British actor, when you start the episode and he's full on just talking with an American accent, you're just like, oh, he's playing an American. And then you find out, you realize like, oh, he's playing a Brit who's been relocated and is living under an assumed identity <laughs> and is playing an American and is doing the accent 24-7 to survive. Two inside. Is, dude, that adds a whole other level. To, to, to imagine someone doing an accent 24-7 can never well, I mean, a real voice. I remember um, – Remember, I forgot that actress. She was in uh, the second Star Trek movie with Christopher Pine, and I think she's like – pike's daughter or something oh alice eve 
Yeah, so yeah. she's actually British. Yeah, I didn't know she, that until recently, she, which she, is wild. Yeah. So she grew up in LA. And oh. so in order to kind of fit in, she just figured out how to do the LA accent. And she just... So if you look up her, her doing an interview life. with um, Conan O'Brien... Yeah, she just slips right in, slips right back out, and you're just like, "What?" And she did that her whole life. Yeah, so like she when she was, when she was growing up, she just felt it was easier to just talk with an American accent, so what? that she didn't feel like she was out of the of the crowd. What? Like, oh, you're from somewhere else over there, and you're like, "Nope," and it's like, "Oh, yeah, you're one of us." <laughs> I mean, I get it. It's just so unfortunate to have a beautiful British accent and to hide yeah. that to fit in with American LA. I was about to say, like, I feel like the disservice to yourself. Like, yeah. like, no, like, no, like, like if, which... I, if I went to, if I went to Britain, if I got offered to work in the UK, I would start pretending to get a British accent because I'm like, no, no you'd pull a Madonna. I wouldn't do it. You'd pull a Madonna. Yeah. hundred percent. Josh, you wouldn't pull a Madonna. No, it's stupid. It's dumb. I love that Madonna. I, like Madonna shouldn't. Pull a Madonna because everybody already knows she's American, yes. so it just 100%. seems very weird. And then on top of that, I think she does more of a a New York accent, but she's from Michigan. <laughs> oh, dude, Madonna! She's just a chameleon. Great. She's been chameleon this Almost. whole time. Facts. Very. Oh well, I was I was living in New York in the eighties, and I was hanging out with Bosca and he's, it's why would that change your act? You're from Michigan. And then you end up in the UK married to a Brit. And somehow your accent went from Michigan to New York to this bastardized kind of like transatlantic British Americanized accent. And it's just it's like the New Yorker oh. British accent. That's what she has. Yeah. It's like you're doing the most. You are doing the most. Yeah, she, she She's always adapted that one. Oh, right. Yes. Always like a version for the first time. So if, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna put a terrible terrible monkey's paw out there, horrible monkey's paw. So if they do another, if Sony does another Spider-Man spin-off movie, Madonna for Chameleon, <laughs> rude. Or or hey, the Chameleon hey, at hey, least let me, doing let me pitch her it to one you. time. Let me pitch it to you. So you see, we the X-Men series did it really well because it had Mystique, right? And then they had someone like. Jennifer Lawrence pushing that. So now all we have to do is get an equally big name, and then boom, and then boom, Dave, got it. Dave has bounced. Can uh, you brought her up? Can we talk about her super, super quick? Mystique. Sure. I don't know if you guys have read X Men Blue number one. No, I didn't have a chance to read it, but I did see news about it. Did mm -hmm. you guys know that they changed Nightcrawler's parents? No. no. Why? Why? So who do you guys who do you guys who do you guys remember as Nightcrawler's parents? It's Mystique. supposed to it's supposed to be Mystique, and then there's another uh, mutant that looks devilish. Yeah, right. Azrael. Yeah, yeah. Huh? What's his name? Right, Azrael. Yeah, Azrael. Yeah. 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 So they've changed it now. No. And <laughs> Nightcrawler's mother is Destiny. That like immortal. Uh, mutant who can like see the future, and his father is Mystique because Mystique <laughs> had changed herself oh, into Azrael and has and supposedly in X Men lore now, canonically, oh, 
Mystique has lived as a man as a man multiple times throughout history because she can change herself on a genetic level and she herself doesn't even know how powerful she is. It's mm. some other character that when he was like reviewing her DNA was just like her DNA changes on a molecular level. It's not just her appearance. And then he said she's not an Omega-level mutant, though, because she can't copy powers, even mm. though she can m match a person on yeah. a molecular level. She she can look like Wolverine, get out claws, but they're not going to be mad at a man team or anything like that. And she's well, going to hurt herself. But the other thing is his claws, his claws, uh, the bone claws are his mutation. Yeah. 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 So that's the bone thing. Bone claws and, and healing factor, no. Right, yeah. But she, so could, she, she would she hurt her appearance, yeah, right? So, so she, she can make them come out. She yeah yeah, but she's mimicking just blades. She's yeah. not actually there's no bone claws there, and she doesn't have a healing factor. I don't I don't want to be mean or anything, but like this news, the only thing that flashed before my eyes when you were telling me is, is you know there's that meme there where it's like boo this man. <laughs> <laughs> to to be fair, not to be fault. fair, no, I'm, to I'm be fair, this is very man. par for the course for X Men. <laughs> yeah yeah, it's yeah. it's like at first I was like no I don't want this why change it and I'm like. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's what they that X-Men be X-Men, and you know. <laughs> uh, I'm just shocked they changed their, like Nightcrawler's origin to match this weird new story where Mystique has been living in as lived as a man multiple times in the lore of the Mar of Marvel X-Men. Like, but like what's the point of that? Uh dude, I don't know. I, I like, truly like, don't know. Like, I don't it'd know be either. different if like something happened. Well, I mean, again, you're you're reading it now. If you're finally finding out, maybe there's gonna be a trickle-down effect, but like right. the only way that like the only logical sense to make that change is if you're ultimately going to change Nightcrawler and his mm -hmm. abilities, which could be a thing. But I mean, at the same would, time, like for me, it already. It... You don't have to change his abilities. No, but I'm saying like, no, no, but I'm saying like, other than that, what would be the point? Oh, because right? yeah, now, because like, now you're saying uh, his DNA comes from the immortal. Yeah. Immortal, yeah. <laughs> immortal yeah. mutant. Yeah. And, you know, other mutant Mystique. that's underneath yeah. Omega level. So what is that? What ramification it has to Nightcrawler? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Honestly, guys, I read the article and I was just like, "Yo, comic books be comic booking." Like, who earns? Who He's too book? sexy. That's it. Comic That's books? it. That's all that happens to him. He's too sexy. <laughs> comic books are soap operas, guys. That's just what it is. I, I really feel like that is just, if anything, that is just more. Like you, you know how there's always that that those 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 nerds who are like thinking on the sexualized side of things. This is just for like. People to be able to be like, oh yeah, Mystique could also be like a, a guy, like you know, it's almost like it's it's to oh, like expand the concept. Rule thirty two, so, is it? Rule thirty two, thirty four, whatever it is. But it's like it's like oh, Mystique was only getting attraction from men. How can we make attraction from women? Well, we can make her a guy too and a sexy guy. Like you know, like there's just she sends out pheromones that you know <laughs> mess up guys and women. Silly. Wait, wait. Does that mean did anything change? I guess nothing. I'm assuming nothing changed for Rogue. I don't no. think so. No, because technically, the Rogue, Rogue, like technically, there's three children from Mystique, right? There's Rogue, there's Nightcrawler, and then there's technically. I mean, I don't know if it's canon. I know it was in the the X Men cartoon series, at least I believe it was. But mm. there was at one point in time. Oh, didn't uh, Creed, didn't Sabretooth and Mystique have great and Creed? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then that's how you get into humanity guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two mutants make a dud. Oh, well. 
can't all be mutants. That's the real bastard child in that one. <laughs> Wait, Great and Creed. I didn't even realize that was uh he was Sabretooth's son. I remember because yeah. they throw him back to Sabretooth. Yeah, he's like, no, that's why he's so that's why he hates mutants because he hates his dad. Yeah, he 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 has a dad complex. And he's like, Welcome home, son. And you're like, What guys, <laughs> guys, guys? Yes. I just found out who Destiny is. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize who Destiny is. Destiny oh, no. is Irene Adler. Wait, I know that name. Who's that? Explain. Irene Adler is visually nice. impaired from birth. Irene Adler was born to a wealthy family in Austria in the mid to late 19th century. Her precognitive powers activated when she was 13 to cope with nearly overwhelming visions. She transcribed what she saw into a series of diaries over the next 13 months. By the time she was finished, she had completely physic- she was completely physically blind. A few years later, she hired Raven Darkholm consulting detective to help her make sense of her diaries the two found that they shared the desire to use their powers to change the world long long after they became lovers oh okay so they've been planting the seed of their relationship that far off yeah extreme x-men number one is when they introduced that they were lovers extreme and extreme x-men number one came out in 2001 so this story of theirs being to them being together it goes far back Yeah, I feel it's one of those unsung heroes that there's a reason they were unsung. Leave yeah. it. <laughs> but you know what? I will say I respect the fact that they did this because at least now that I've looked it up, it's not like they just threw this at us. This right. has been in the lore since 2000 that they were together. And now that they're just changing who the father and mother are, the way it happened. They're just changing it because it's just like, oh, well, you guys thought I was the mother the whole time. Actually, I was the father the entire time, and his mother is this person. But is, is Mystique even a good guy or a bad guy or a neutral? What is she nowadays? Oh, Mystique is chaotic she's neutral. Whatever. She's She does whatever she wants. She doesn't care about anybody. She's there for herself. That's yeah. Because cause for her, the thing that's cool, like you said, she's, she's like an immoral. Because essentially, unless you kill her. Right. Because she could, and even at that, if, if you shoot her, technically, I think she could move like i think she can move her organs well i mean if you're telling me she can adjust herself on a molecular genetic level she ain't dying it sounds like she could just rejuvenate her youth whenever she wants but also mind you if she gets cut hypothetically speaking couldn't she like shape shift and just heal the cut the wound yeah based on my as i would understand it if you're telling me someone can adjust themselves on a molecular level I would say yes, but I would imagine they're not going to write it that she essentially has healing factor because that would be an unfair yeah, thing. She'd be overpowered at that point. Yeah. And it becomes boring to write for. Right. Because you're essentially making her OP if she can just heal herself like Wolverine. True. Oh, you stabbed me. Oh, I can adjust myself on a molecular level. I just healed myself. Well, what's the point of this fight? Well, exactly. Because like, then she'd be constantly shifting Right, because technically she'd be constantly. Imagine every time you punch her, she she body changes just so that like, haha, yeah. that didn't hurt. <laughs> right, just moving the cells around to like, yeah, that's not really. No. Um, all right, no. I uh, what did I have? What did I have on the docket? <laughs> you had your culprit. oh yeah, I did culprits, and there I'll talk go. about my culprit. How Scott Pilgrim <laughs> has done a better oh. job so far than that movie that came out. I oh, saw so you're liking the animated show a lot. I'm liking the anime. So 
cool. First of all, if you need, I've always given I'll let this you finish point. first, and I'll come in after. Yeah, <laughs> I've always given this this hint to, to 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 those trying to get their significant others into shows. Just like I said, if you, if your significant likes uh, the boys, you should start watching Invincible. If you have the t- stereotypical partner that likes like random lovey-dovey stories, this is ex- this go for this. My my partner is loving this show. Actually, uh, we've only watched about two episodes so far, but this is much more in depth compared to the movie. And yeah, I mean they have more time and they have more yeah, time the, to do the rest of the but, comic. But book. not just that, but like I mean, again, I've never, I've personally never read the comic book. Mm. But he dies. Or sorry, he looks like he dies, which I don't know what's going on there. But like, I was like, there's so many tangents within the first two episodes. It's like it made you realize how fast and flash fried the movie was. Like, you know what I mean? And not, I'm not taking a stab at the movie. I know that like it was entertaining in general, right? But like, I was like, after I was done watching this, I was like. I don't think I'm ever gonna watch that movie again because this 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 because, is if, if this season gets better, I'm never watching this movie again. <laughs> because the 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 comic series is how many issues? I, I want to say. Hold on, I'm looking it up right now. I was yeah. gonna say five, no six, right? Six in total, and they're like thick, like manga volumes, basically. Yeah, right. Well, that's it. Even that's even my. Yeah. Even my partner was like, this is a very anime style, which I don't usually like your animes, but this is pretty entertaining. Yeah, and I will say. And again, that's intentional because the comic books are drawn in a you know big eyed anime yeah. style. Yeah. And the action's more stylized than like anime. Yeah. Um, like, I know with the movie, the movie finished before the last, the sixth volume came out for Scott Pilgrim. Oh. So oh. the movie had two endings. Because they didn't know how the actual uh, manga was going to finish, mm. so I think when the movie finally came, I think um, um, who's Ed the guy Wright? that directed it? Edgar Wright. Edgar yeah. Wright, uh, you know, had the actual creator on on hand, and he was like, "Dude, like I filmed both endings. Which one is it?" Yeah. And so in the end, uh, I think the two, the other ending was that he he ends up getting back with Knives Chow. Oh, okay. because when you watch the movie, they seem like they actually have a good relationship right regardless of the age gap right <laughs> and they seem like they get regardless along pretty the fact well that she's and, an uh, underage teenager hmm. and uh but but because the comic ends with him going for ramona flowers and that's the whole point of everything yeah. that he's doing so then mm-hmm. it goes in that direction um but i do know like you know stuff has to be cut for time they're not going to put in uh should i no i won't say that uh, i won't I'll do my best to not spoil the the comic book and right. the video game because I think the video game has other stuff that mm-hmm. the oh, comic cool. book has as well. Okay. Um. So like I would definitely like to watch it. I remember seeing online people were complaining that he died, and I'm like, yeah, he does, and he picks up a, a one up. <laughs> don't right. you don't you remember that it happens in the movie? He dies in the movie, and he gets a one up. So I mean, I'm pretty sure they want to try to spruce it up, maybe change a few things here and there. You well, know, this is like creator could do whatever right? he wants. This is the mm-hmm. whole thing. This is like Invincible. Kirkman <laughs> wanted to retell the story better, update it. Now they're doing this Scott Pilgrim animated series. You did the movie. You got the entire same cast to come back to voice their characters. Mm-hmm. So you can get that same almost similar performance, but you get mm-hmm. to animate it. So why not 
kind of update and change it just enough to match what you, you know, to make it just a little bit better, you know? Yeah. No, but overall, I mean, again, I've only seen the first two episodes, but like, it's funny because at the end of the first episode, he technically dies. Right. Right. And I was just like, right away, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Because I didn't really like, I didn't know. You didn't remember in the movie, but that's the thing in the movie. No, but it's later on. Really like it's. Yeah. And it goes fast. You know, it's like two seconds. You're like, and then there's a whole episode like, cause like in the movie, there's. It happens in like, like you said, it happens like what in a two minute span or something like that. Something super short. Yeah. Right. And in this, in the, in the show, in the second episode, like you go to his funeral and stuff. Like it's really like the whole second episode (laughs) is him dead. And at the end, 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 that's funny. Ramona has a very similar dream to like what he had at the beginning of the first episode. And then she's like, he's alive at the end. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, this is like, again, I just, I don't know. I don't know if it's because, because I won't lie. When I first saw the movie for the first time, and I won't lie, although I appreciate his comedy and I, and, 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 and you know, he has, he has a place in, in Hollywood, how he is as an actor and stuff. I've never been the biggest Michael Sarah fan. So mm-hmm. when I watched the movie, I was like, cool. Like the fighting's cool, but like, whatever, like, you know what I mean? But this, I was yeah. like, there's depth in like an actual story going on. I'm kind of, I'm like, I, I, like when we, when we were at the end of the second episode, my partner had to go to bed or so she wanted to go to bed. And I gave her that look of like, so like, do you, do, do you really like it? Say no, say no. So Can I do watch this please? Uh, <laughs> and the answer was a, a stern. No, a stern. Um, oh, she wants to watch it with you. Yeah. Yeah. She likes it a lot. Um, yeah, I actually only watched the first episode. I, I don't know, know if my um, partner loved it, but I, we watched the first episode, and I'm down to watch the second episode. But we've been watching Doctor Who stuff because Doctor Who's back. By the way, Doctor Who's back for those of you who don't know. So, <laughs> but I, I do, I do know for the movie they did have some like animated stuff that would kind of give you a little bit of backstory to right. um to Scott and his relationship with um I guess his ex. Or some, one of his exes because mm. i know he said he dated his drummer and in oh, the movie yeah. he says uh i had to fight a bunch of dudes to get her and then i found the guy that kidnapped her and i kicked him so hard you saw the curvature of the earth and <laughs> like it's just a, it's just a hand wave thing but then if you watch the animated feature that they not feature but like animated short they did for adult swim yeah. it's like you actually see him beating up a bunch of dudes and like wrecking that guy <laughs> no but it's uh Right, Dallas and Pills, I think, yeah. yeah. But no, it was very, and again, there's. I also find in how they did this anime style, like I find there's also a lot more information. Like it's really, and again, I, it's probably a la the 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 manga or whatever. It's just I really like the video game feel. I really like how like when someone enters a room, there's like a little like chart that comes out to say like this is who this oh, person yeah. is. And that's yeah, like that's, those that's little things. Like it's yeah. really cool. And yeah. and again, it's it's just more in depth. Like you you find out that he dated some fancy celebrity before she was popular, and like there's a bunch of like there's a yeah. lot more meat to this one. Like ridiculous. Yeah, that's uh, that's um, Brie Larson's character. Brie Larson's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that comes up in the movie, but again, it's not you're not seeing it. But he's just like, I don't want to go because I know it is, and he's just all yeah. broken and like. But I get what Dave is saying. And stuff. I, I, I definitely understand it. It's almost like when you hear people talk about the Harry Potter films. Yeah. 
like a lot of people tell you like and i never read the books but so many people tell me like if you knew how much they cut to make that movie you'd be shocked <laughs> and i'm like oh okay like i look at them and i say x-men one fuck off <laughs> yeah. i saw a really funny uh harry potter meme where it's baby harry po- harry potter <clears throat> dumbledore's there and he pulls out a sharpie and just so he remembers them, he writes where the 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 the, the, the scar is on his forehead. Yeah. He writes next to it N O T, uh, no N O. So he puts the sort of the, his scar is the N, and then he puts O, and then he puts parents, no parents. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! He's like, good. Now I know who this is. Right. <laughs> oh my god! So brutal. Oh. Uh, <laughs> all right. I guess we'll jump into geek news and rumors. I know you yeah. want to talk a little bit about wrestling, but you said you wanted to talk about it. If Skinny was here, and he's not yeah. here. Yeah. Did well, you watch it? Josh, did, you watched it? Do you know I the crazy it, news? But I saw the memes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think he wasn't. I saw, I saw the memes and I saw the memes and the like the wrestlers that were there when he came out's reaction, <laughs> which oh, is dude. amazing. Do you want to do a short? Little... I'll, I'll do a short. I'll do a short <laughs> one. So, yeah. in short, CM Punk is back in WWE after like a ten-year I hate I hi- hiatus, which. I wouldn't be so like upset about him returning to WWE if the following, if he just complained about that job for like a few, like a year after he left, this guy complained about WWE for 10 years straight <laughs> up until like six months ago. He went to another company, called that company home. Yeah. Shit the bed hard there. As far as I'm concerned, a lot of people will maybe debate all, oh, maybe the, uh, the AEW did him wrong and stuff but like no it seems like he had a big ego and it probably got the best of him because that's how he's always been depicted right and then he shows up at this the current wrestling event like the the pay-per-view at the end and what jaws is insinuating is that literally as he's being like hi i'm here you literally have a wrestler at the like so he's at the top of the ramp at the bottom of the ramp a guy who's gone into interviews and being saying like as much as this guy gave me like like the spotlight when we were working together he's been so toxic i never wanted to work with him again he's literally <laughs> going like this and screaming <laughs> fuck you at the guy and then he comes on to raw and it's the it's so the promo is the biggest hypocritical thing i've ever seen he comes <laughs> in sucks the dicks of all the fans by saying oh i miss you the reason why i want to come back this place is my home. And you're like, you're home. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> you and just the last AEW your home. Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing. The last thing he says hard into the, the, the camera as the, the last thing you hear on the show before it goes off. He's like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. And there I'm like, <laughs> like <laughs> that is both hypocritical of your entire promo. That is yeah. both hypocritical of your entire career. The message he has sent as a guy who's like, we got to do it for the fans. We got to tell good stories. Blah, 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 blah. It's not about the money. It's about, it's about, it's about the art. And the last thing you say is this. And I found out today that apparently, and this is a rumor, but he has a really bad attitude problem. It's documented. Right. Because if he doesn't get his way, he's basically like, well, sorry. It's implied that if he doesn't get his way, he acts a little bit like a little bitch. He picks, right. he takes his ball and goes home, as they okay. say. Apparently, in his contract, he has a behavioral clause that if he breaks, they can fire him. (laughs) Like, what type of drama? Literally, one guy who got released a few months ago, this guy named... uh, I know his last name is uh, Riddle. I forget his first name. But he used to be a UFC 
a fighter then kind of became uh yeah it's matt riddle he used to be a usc fighter and then became pro wrestler and like this guy has all sorts of drama that comes his way like all sorts like blatantly starts fights with people like has some domestic abuse shit going on and he literally writes one of his memes he's like you thought you didn't like me and now you have him zero and two and a lot of people are just like it's it's this it's like the only reason i have because people are like oh it's gonna draw 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 i only watched this past week's raw to see what he would say right i've shot i've shot i was that's what I they was, wanted, though. I was at home screaming "fuck you" at my TV when he was talking. <laughs> That's because what they was, want. He did his job. But here's they the want thing: you mad so that you watch. But here's the thing: <laughs> this will last like two weeks, and then I'll be reading dirt sheets. Because here's the thing: if this guy surv- if he survives, it's already clear he's going to be a shell of himself as a character, or he's just going to shit the bed and be gone in six months, <laughs> like. Hey man, if if I can get those ratings up nice and high at the end of the quarter before the holiday, where the rest of the episodes I'm doing aren't even going to count towards my my views because it's holiday season and everyone's going to be like, well, you know, those views don't count. People are running around doing holiday shopping. You can't. You're not going to get all the eyeballs. But if you get them right before, which he's doing the Thanksgiving Day weekend, big push. <laughs> The third quarter, end of the year, end of the quarter, he gets everybody angry. Watch everyone watches Raw on the Monday. He did what he did. He, he did exactly what he's the, supposed to do. I know. I know. On my end, like the memes I've been seeing from like the wrestling stuff I'm I'm I watch on Facebook and and everywhere else is they're always like, eh, if you're a casual fan, you care about CM Punk being there. If you're a real fan. Then you're about our truth coming back. 27 <laughs> timed 24-7 title, like right back. Like he, you know, he's better than CM Punk. See how many times did CM Punk win the 24-7 title? Zero. How many times our truth held and, and and defended it? 200 and something times. <laughs> Just, right. Who's more entertaining to watch? CM Punk or uh our truth? Our truth makes you laugh. He makes mm. you he's always defending that title. <laughs> But it's it's also though it's because it, he's a guy who like literally shot like the irony is the person who like because I'm pretty sure part of it is a work so that these guys the guy who like really went and did the whole fuck you thing and all that it's because he's the guy who did all the interviews where he was like yeah he gave me shine but like you know he kind of shot on this company he mm-hmm. said it best he's like he went on to an interview he's like I don't want to waste my interview time anymore on a person who hasn't been here for ten years I rather like take some time to say thank you to the backstage crew and he just started thanking everyone else. And he's like, you want to know why? Who because, was it that was thanking the, the... Uh, Seth Rollins? His name is Seth oh, Rollins. Yeah. And he's just like, he's like, I'm thanking them because while this guy was going out and slandering us, I made like, we all together made this the must see. They We brought it back to must see mm-hmm. type of television. Right. Because like, right. I think people don't understand that like with wrestling, with pro wrestling specifically, like every, like the crew really helps you out. Like there's always like really cool, little interesting things that happen because you're watching it on TV. They add to that. Like Mm. I know a lot of times um, when uh, um, John Cena comes out, there's a specific cameraman. He's like, Oh, yo, you made it out to Philly. All right. It's going to be a good match. And And so when you see John Cena talking to the camera, he's actually talking to the cameraman, but you don't hear him because there's no mic on him. So, but he's, it's like a specific person he knows. He's like, Oh, you're here, man. Good to see you, man. And, and he mm-hmm. runs out. 
Uh, there's other stuff where the people in the control room are doing amazing stuff. Like I remember John Cena and The Rock had a had a rivalry against each other, and there was a part where The Rock interrupts John Cena in the ring, and he's just on the on the screen, and then like he he disses him, and then he puts his hand up to the ceiling, and then he swipes like he's literally doing a swipe downward as he's pulling as if he's pulling like a blind down, oh, and then the, the swipe is coming down as if he's holding on to the swipe. <laughs> coming oh, down. so it's oh, just edited good. so well and done yeah, so yeah, well and then you know you have cool. marks that you have to hit just like in tv yeah. shows and stuff like hey if i'm over here where should i stand for so you can get me in the camera oh you want to stand over yeah. here okay good i got you i got that visual mark yeah. and then you so like there's a lot of it's almost like when people talk about um like who's really thick figuring out the frame in the scene in live and people say like well Tom Cruise is that person, right, is that right, kind of right. actor, where he's not looking at it from his point of view. He's looking at it from the camera's point of view, and he'll be able to know, like, okay, you're missing your mark. You need to – I'm going to put my hand yeah, over here and tell you to move over. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Well, we'll see how that trash pile goes. For the, for the wrestling fans, hopefully that was enough for you. I, I, as someone <laughs> who doesn't watch wrestling, I did see the world shitting themselves over this return. It was all <laughs> over all the social media except Twitter because – and you know, you guys have probably it's heard broken. it. And I'll I'll do it first here. Geek news and rumors. All the companies are pulling from Twitter. So Elon made some very bad remarks recently. And on the 17th of November, I think, or a little bit, uh, yeah, seven, 16th, 17th, people started noticing that a bunch of these companies, Disney Plus, Warner's. Uh, Lionsgate, like all these major studios, all these major companies, Johnson and Johnson, all of them, all these big, big, big companies, Frito Lay, everybody was pulling their ads, and they all just stopped tweeting. And one of the reasons that they said they didn't want to tweet anymore is because, you know, Elon talks about all this like free speech and stuff, and everyone's just like, cool, but I don't want my advertisements next to hate speech <laughs> so you have to flag hate speech and elon's like free speech and they're all like okay but i'm not gonna advertise next to a possible kkk message or anti-semitic <laughs> message or yeah. you know genocidal message you have to you have to filter something and and he was just like free speech and they're just like no money and they all just pulled their advertising <laughs> uh supposedly he has lost millions of dollars in advertising money as everyone has pulled can can i give everybody some investment advice don't i'll let yeah, hit us don't 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 buy uh you don't. know a social a social social media <laughs> thing <laughs> I Don't mean, you know, like four billion dollars on a social media platform. He he bought that. Uh, Kanye West bought which one? Parlor. Did Car Kanye buy Parlor? I think I think he bought it off of Owens's husband or something. Good or he actually Lord. I can't remember. I have to double check. I have right. to hold on a second. Let me. But all that to say, yeah, if you're gonna invest invest in this space, be wary of the fact that. Your advertising money is what keeps the platform alive. And Elon has been saying supposedly since day one, he plans to monetize the platform. So people are yeah. going to have to pay uh, either an annual subscription or a monthly subscription of some kind. Probably, you know, and it, what they call it freemium where, it, you know, you have a free version. But if you pay, you get a premium version of it, which I think 
that's pretty much where all the streaming platforms are going. They're going to be freemium. Like you get the ad version and then without ads, you get your premium version. And Twitter is going in that direction. He's going to make that pivot at some point soon. And we'll see how it goes. I don't think it will do well. Kanye, just going to say Kanye did not buy Parler. And that like, was okay. last year, December. Okay. He it tried. unraveled. The deal unraveled. Right, 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 right. <laughs> If anything, he was just I was like, one of the few times Kanye was smart enough. Loose, that was one of the lucid things he had. Like, oh, wait a minute. I should buy this. Yeah. It's stupid. <laughs> but yeah, so if you guys are fans of Twitter, if you, you know, like Dave was talking about the dirt sheets and stuff like that. I know a lot of that stuff is on social media. And Twitter is one of those spaces where I see a lot of people talking about that stuff. The Those platforms, that platform is probably going to start seeing a pretty big hit. And I don't know if threads will pick up the slack, but you know, fingers crossed something else can come along and and have the fans still give the fans a space where they can exchange those small pieces of information. Because uh, Facebook's a little long in the tooth at this point, and Instagram yeah. isn't really the same kind of interface. Like I just want sometimes you just want to scroll and be like headline and be like, oh, I want to read more, click that, you know. Mm-hmm. And Instagram and Facebook aren't the best for that. Uh, what else do we got? Godfather of Harlem renewed for season four over at MGM Plus Studios, which is now owned by Amazon. So essentially, Amazon nice. is giving uh, Forrest Whitaker another chance at the playing one of the great characters, historical characters. So Godfather of Harlem renewed for season four at MGM Plus. We also have news that the the Boys Mexico spinoff is in the works at Amazon, which is kind of crazy. Did you guys expect them to try and turn the Boys into a international or i guess technically I American brand. yeah right i was i was already skeptical about i i haven't watched it and i you guys have mentioned good. i will I, say i've heard you guys yeah. have said it, it's yeah. good so but and at the same time like it is the type of um it's the type of show or platform of a show that could easily branch off like i could right. see how they could do that but I, I don't know. I worry more about oversaturation because at least right. with Gen, at least with Gen V, it's like you're going from like, well, this is really adult, adult content to like, let's just bring it down to like a different generation. Yes, because maybe then- Gen V could drag you to the boys. Right, right. But I'm not like, it's not like getting a Mexico vibe is now going to make like you know when I like. Yeah, like I, I don't in, know. In my eyes, know. Gen V is smart because the boys is probably going to end soon. And what you're doing is you're starting the next generation of this of the series early. So once we get attached to Gen V and the boys ends, Gen V grows up and we continue watching their story. And then you can mm-hmm. do like Saved by the Bell, where you just have different younger heroes coming through the pipeline, and you get those stories season after season. Um, I I could I I feel it's kind of similar to how they did um what was it called um. Sons of Anarchy, and then it did the Mayans afterward. Yeah, okay, I, okay, okay. But, I'm not but, mad the at Ma- that. but the Mayans is something that, example, when you watch Sons of Anarchy, the Mayans mm-hmm. are there. So there's the concept of like, oh, what is well, this other biker gang? There is. I'm this- sure. I'm sure we're gonna start seeing the Mexican heroes in this in the next season. Because remember, the strike happened. They didn't even film it yet. So they're only starting mm-hmm. to film the new season now. If you're announcing this, this is the perfect time to tell the writers. Hey, put in this guy in the background, that guy, this guy. They're all going to show up because we need to make Mexico a thing. And also, don't forget, we are getting the boys. We got Gen V, the boys next season, the next Gen V season, season two. And then we're supposed to get something else, which you can then make Mexico. So you can have Mexico crossover in 
The Boys Season 5, and then Gen V, or The Boys Season 4 or 5, whichever one's coming up next. Gen V Season 2, a little more sprinkle. And next thing you know, you have The the Boys uh, Mexico Season. It's possible. I mean, again, like... It, the all boys ideas that, um... are good if they're execute if they're executed <laughs> right if it's executed properly it's always like a good idea right like yeah. it By always the way, depends I know on Mexico's not in Latam for those of you <laughs> who are about to get mad but it's, you know, it, that's Latin America it's, 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 it's just it's, it's like Walking Dead right like I didn't need yeah, those and, other spin offs and and to be honest I don't know how well they're doing because I don't hear anyone talking about them which is no. not necessarily a good thing I didn't hear like uh, other than the Daryl Hicks Dixon one where he's in Europe, which I heard some good stuff about. But the one where they're in New York, my partner and I watched a few episodes and we fell off it. We didn't go back. And I personally was just like, mm, okay, this is okay, but I'm not seeing any major development here. You're both just playing the same characters you played on the show, but now you're by yourselves. And you have a mute girl with you for some reason that I'm supposed to find interesting, but I ultimately didn't care about. <laughs> Sorry. You you can't you can't put a mute girl there and be like, hey, this is there's gonna be an interesting backstory here soon. <laughs> Keep interested, and I'm just like, no, I don't care. I, I don't. This doesn't interest me. Um, last bit of news we have: Loki creator Michael Waldron to write Marvel Studios Avengers: The Kang Dynasty. Guys, we have 90 seconds to f- react to this. Do we even want to? Sure. I mean, I'm just that's my reaction. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That was well done. That was well done. At least, at least, at least you're keeping on the game plan because that right? was the game plan. So at least I, you're not so shitting the bed. But it sucks Skinny's not here because this feeds into what Skinny was saying. Because if you were gonna have the dude that did Loki and he might have ideas about how to continue this, this is the perfect person to write that. Yeah, yeah. but this also makes me feel that ultimately Loki is gonna be the solution of this movie, which I'm worried about. But that is what, like that is what Skinny was telling us. Because like if it's gonna be one of these things where basically Kang wins and then Loki's like no, it's gonna be like okay. I still don't like the idea that what we saw at the end of Loki is the end of the the Kang Dynasty thing where Loki is fixing stuff. I would find that a little lame, but this does lean towards what Skinny has been saying, where you end it with Loki doing that. Because I don't uh, this all theoretical, but we'll see. We'll see. Anyways, boys, we got to sign off. Folks, we want to thank you once again for tuning into another edition of Geek-tastic Cypher here on Free X Agents Media and uh, Geek-tastic Cypher on Twitch. And uh, Jaws, what do you want to tell the people? Uh, check out Transformer Slag and uh, the... Oh, man, I keep forgetting the second one. I'm so bad at this. Toy Armada! <laughs> Toy Armada with Aaron Archer. All right, folks. And uh, we'll be back with another one. Peace, everybody. Have a good one. Peace.